Welcome new listeners and beloved weekly critics to another fantastic episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast where we review streaming service films or for unqualified opinions. I'm your host Jason with my co-host and father Marvin. Hey, how y'all doing? And this week we got some, uh, I got some news for you, a little bit of stuff. Uh, did you bring any news this week? Slim. Classic. <laughs> and so outside of that, outside of the news, we're going to review the movie The Little Things, HBO Max movie, also in theaters and select parts of the world. So we're going to dive right into that. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. First off, uh, we open up the show a little bit differently in the, here in the studio. We actually listened to the theme song be- right before we started talking. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it yet, but we'll see how we feel. So um, let's see here. You want some news? Let's go. Does the name Chris Plummer sound familiar to you at all? Sounds familiar. Sound of Music. Okay. Knives Out. He's the old man in Knives Out. Yes. He died today the age of 91 oh so he has lived an incredible acting life he's been in a lot of films uh mostly supporting character roles but uh i I believe he has a lot of award wins as well but yes he died today i don't know the exact causes of his death so yeah i like him quite a bit and you had another death of somebody today right well it wasn't today a couple days ago dustin diamond screech from saved by the bell he passed uh, I was never a Saved by the Bell fan. Me neither. It ruined my Saturday morning cartoons. What what kind of cartoon? He won an Oscar. Chris Plummer. He was an Oscar winner for the movie Beginners, but best performance of an actor in a supporting role. Okay. He became the oldest winner of an Oscar in an acting category when he was 82 years old. Wow. Yep. And he was supported for, he was nominated for an Oscar just a couple of years ago. All the money in the world for the same thing, actor in a supporting role. I don't even, I'm not even familiar with that movie. I'm not either. Or The Last Station, he was nominated for an Oscar for that as well. So he's been nominated for three Oscars and has won two of them. But I'm sure that I've seen him in numerous movies. Mm-hmm. I went through his list a little bit earlier today, and I was like, I've seen this guy in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He had that very familiar face, but I couldn't quite put my um, you know, my tongue on it. Uh, he's also the voice of the evil dude in that movie, Up. Oh, okay. The evil oh, adventure, oh. like the evil Indiana Jones yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. The guy's been in some stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, course, of course, Sound of Music is a classic. Yeah. And Up is like one of my favorite Pixar movies. So, Do you yeah. relate to the old man? I just relate to the movie. The old man? The overall movie. Jerk. Overall movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sad, sad news to hear, of course. So, we're going to open up the bad news and move on to the good news. Uh, oh, wait. Actually, this is kind of bad news, too. Henry Cavill will not appear in Shazam. Fury of the Gods as Superman. I think that's there was rumors that he was going to show up in the movie but I think it's intentional. They're probably going to do that thing where they just show like a part of his body again and not actually him. Or they could just be bluffing. I don't think so. I think, you know, I want you know for the leak's sake sometimes right. I think it's that. It's going to get leaked though. Yeah, I don't know. It's always going to get leaked. Look how many people have been seen on the set of Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man 3, you know, because they're going to try and lean into the multi And I think thing. these things get leaked from the inside, you know. Uh, the cat, the production well, crew. Somebody. It's not even just production crew. Like, Ryan Reynolds purposefully leaked Deadpool test footage to get Deadpool signed off by Fox executives. That was a smart move, though. That was a smart move. And I don't mean to put him on blast there, because I know he his official word from him and his, I don't know if his office or whatever, his agency, was that he did not release the test footage 
but then he's also hinted at it in interviews that he may have released the test footage mm-hmm. accidentally. Uh, uh, sorry, everyone, about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there. So we're back on track now. We lost maybe like 10 seconds of recording. So whatever. Outside of that, outside of that news about Henry Cavill not appearing in Shazam Fury of the Gods, MI7 resumes production as of today uh, from Simon Pegg or from him. Are you excited for that next movie? Yeah. The Mission Impossible one? Yeah, I love Those movies are fantastic. So I think they're going to space and they're actually filming it in space, like certain portions of it. So... They're doing that first, and then I think Fast, one of the Fast and Furious movies, planned to go to space. Whether it's the next one or the one after that, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that like you should know this? You are a Fast and Furious fan. Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. I think it's nine. I think maybe it's one of them that's right. going into space. I'd hope for it to be ten, because then it can be in a parallel to Jason Ten when they were in space. Ugh, that movie was horrible. Yeah, then they didn't. Okay, I don't remember those Jason Voorhees movies very well, or Friday the Thirteenth, or whatever they were called. But our solution to this mass murdering ghost was that we shot him into space, right? <laughs> Wasn't that how the movie went? Uh, we shot honest, him into space, and then somehow he survived, and then he landed on a spaceship that was ours. This is actually how bad this movie was. Okay, so <laughs> the one time that I saw it, okay. I was deployed over, I was overseas, uh-huh. and they showed it in the theater, and probably, like, after the first 15 minutes, everybody started walking out. Ooh. It was bad. That bad, huh? Mm-hmm. It's always one of those weird things to see people walk out of movie theaters, because the movie is so bad. Yeah. Well, you know, we were under stress anyway, and trying to release some tension, and then to see something garbage like that. Not worth it. Heck no. I could have. It was, you know, I had to do something else, you know? Right. So, yeah. Okay. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. Hopefully this next space movie is good. Yeah. These next couple of space movies, I should say. And then speaking of ghost evil stuff, Resident Evil reboot gets a September release date. Okay. Yeah. With all these release dates. Some of them matter now because a lot of them will also go to streaming services at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm just wondering, like, how many of them are gonna actually make it and stick you know theaters are opening back up again yeah nationwide uh story word on the block is that ours is gonna open up here soon yeah maybe the next couple weeks yeah if they i mean there's i could see them social distancing Mm -hmm. people just not as many people in the theater of course i I don't even think it's about social distancing it i don't think people have the confidence to go to movie theaters right now because even we did open back up over the summer our local theater here and I never went, and I go to the movies all the time. And yeah. I know a lot of people who just didn't go. Yeah, you probably go to, to the movies more than anyone I know. So, yeah. Yeah. And honestly, well, honestly, it had nothing to do with COVID, why I didn't go. There was no movies that came out that made it to where I feel like going during all this. Yeah. Maybe things can change. Uh, Speaking of big things coming out, there is a special thing going on this Sunday, right? We this episode will release after it's all over, but uh, I will come in and I will sneak in a little line into the little magic editing right here at the eight minute mark about how Tom Brady whooped the shit out of the Chiefs. Oh uh, nope, it's not gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a good game. Yeah, like I've seen like the Madden. Uh, you know how they do the little 
simulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and most of the time it's accurate, except the last two weren't. But uh, the Chiefs have won, I mean, are predicted to win this one. Yeah, I know from like the big bets or whatever, they're up 69 points mm-hmm. or some crap like that. Or that's the last I saw one of the times I yeah. looked at it. But then I saw another simulation. I, I, like, I was looking online and they had Tampa Bay winning. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you, don't you never sleep, know. You don't sleep on Brady. Nope. Don't but at the same time, I mean, Mahomes is just a unique character too. So yep. that's what makes this game so. It's going to be good. Yeah. It makes this game like so appealing for fans. All right. Did you have any more news you want to add before we continue on with our movie of the week? No, I don't. Okay. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Oh, I did want to add one more thing. I don't know if I talked about this Snyder Cut release date in March. It officially got an R rating on HBO Max. And then uh, along with another March release would be Winter Soldier and Captain Fa- Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Is that what they're calling oh, that the show? series on Disney Plus. Yes. And... Uh, you said earlier today Don Cheadle yes. was going to appear oh, on that yeah. show. Yeah, Don Cheadle is going to reprise his role as War Machine Yep, on that show. Yeah. I, th- I think these Disney shows are getting very... Uh, not, creative probably isn't the word. I'm the re- Ambitious is probably oh, yeah. the right word. The budgets are huge. Yeah. They're really leaning heavy into these wacky things, you know, and making them as wacky as the comic books. Because for those who don't read the comic books, they're wacky. They're as wacky as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. They don't make any sense. But the way that they adapt them to the cinema, right? I think they're they're making more sense out of them. So far, have them. worked yeah. out very well. Oh yeah. So I applaud them for, you know. At this point, I don't want to really applaud them for this because Disney is obviously running an experiment to see how well this kind of stuff is received. But as Disney, even if it's not well received. They'll still make it, and they'll still make money on it. Because what else are you going to go watch? Yeah. You go watch Star Wars, but Disney owns that one, too. You go watch a Fox movie, Disney owns that one, too. So, Disney don't care. They're just going to reach into a bowl, and you're going to get what you get. But they know they have to keep up their their standards. Yeah. And and the direction that this is going, the WandaVision is amazing. I love it. It so. started off very slow. It picked up. It, it didn't pick up. I'm sorry. It just jumped. Yeah. It jumped just as bad as the Wisconsin vote But it overnight. makes sense. Like, if for the people that haven't seen it, I I would suggest watching it. You didn't even laugh at my joke, man. It's uh-huh. a good joke I just made. Well, all right. Let me hear it again. I said it jumped j- just as bad as the Wisconsin vote overnight. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I've been making that joke all week because my daughter just had a doctor's appointment. And they show, like, her growth chart, and she just hit a growth spurt, like, a really bad one. And so, like, she just went to the doctor back in October, and, you know, like, they have, like, the chart and all that stuff. And it just, there's a line straight up and over, because, like, she just shot up, like, three inches over the course of two months. Yeah, that's crazy. And so, I look at it, I'm like, that looks just like the Wisconsin vote. <laughs> <laughs> the fake one that people think is real and just, yeah, you know, they want to, you know, fuel all their conspiracies with. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of conspiracies, all those going around again, they're fun. I love reading about them. You don't really have Facebook, do you? Not Facebook. You have it, but you, but you just I read it, it through. I read it through like my little news feeds, Reddit, uh-huh. things like that. You know. Right. You're a Redditor? Mm hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, 
I didn't know that because for the longest time, you were the most technologically just challenged person I ever met. Well, I didn't believe He would take 20 minutes to send a text message just because he couldn't type it out properly. Probably still do that. (laughs) You remember that little sideways flip phone you had and you Mm. couldn't figure out how to type on it? It was a keyboard. (laughs) You couldn't figure it out. Oh, the time. Oh, the time you got hacked on your email. All right. You're shaking your head. You don't want me to tell these stories? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah, let's just go on to this. <laughs> these nah, are funny stories. Yeah. You don't want to talk about nope. them? Nope. None nope. of them. Nope. What about the time the guy was trying, the cops were trying to sting you in a drug bust? <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, no cops were involved in any kind of drug bust. A guy texted him and misdialed one number. Asking him for drugs, and he's like, "It's the cops. They're trying to get me something." No, 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 no. I knew it wasn't. I knew that that wasn't. I knew that somebody misdialed that one. I was just showing it to you, right? This guy was really. Yeah, he said, "Hey, yo, you mobile? You got a G?" And you're like, "Why is he trying to buy drugs from me? Is it the cops?" No, I was just joking about that, but I knew that it was a somebody dialing the wrong number. Uh huh. You knew. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move on from that. I won't make fun of you too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so easy to make fun of you sometimes. But you want to move on to the movie, The Little Things? Yeah. Starring Denzel Washington and Rami Malek, big stars of this. Uh, HBO Max movie went to theaters in certain parts of the world. It had a budget of $30 million. I didn't know what the box office was of it, though, so far. Because I think it just came out about a week ago, right? Yeah. A week or two, one of Yep, and so far it's got a box office of nine million domestic. This is domestic box office. It was beat out by the Crudes and New Age, but I don't know when that came out. Oh, that came out in twenty twenty, so that's been out a little bit longer. But so far, it's made about nine million. So yeah. that's Warner Brothers' big thing right now. That their big movie is The Little Things. Yeah, it's, this is one of those movies that got hurt. Because the theaters are shut down. Because I, actually, I know that it would have made more than that. It would have made more. But I think it actually got a bigger boost because theaters weren't around. If theaters were around, how much other bigger movies would have came out this month or around this time? Well, usually around this time, it's usually some of the late movies that are trying to get into the award scene. Mm-hmm. Um, usually not big blockbuster type movies. Right, and this does um, not fit into the award scene. Yeah. So this would have been that that movie that people would have went to just because of it's a Denzel vehicle, right? You know. Speaking of, we went to watch this movie last night, me and my loving fiance, and she said, "I don't care for Denzel." What? That's what I said. What? I'm like you gotta be the first person I've ever heard say you don't care about Denzel. Denzel, Tom Hanks, right? Or oh. like universally, she doesn't know who Russell Crowe is. So why are we? Even- oh my gosh! Are you serious? Yeah. I haven't told you that story before. Oh, yes. Yeah. Actually, we just talked about this. Probably a couple weeks like, ago on the show. Yeah, yeah. But no, she doesn't care for Denzel. I'm like, what What? What, what about him? He has she, some bad she, movies. Maybe she He's has one a, of those guys. He has a couple bad movies. But like Deja so Vu. Actors. Yeah. Right. Deja Vu is a bad movie. You know, yeah. some movies are bad. Yeah, but most actors do. Training Day is good. Pelham 123 is good. Flight is good. Bone? Bone Collectors at the name of that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie's fantastic. I love Denzel. Yeah, and even um, Equalizer. Fences. I've only seen that once, and I probably saw it like 
15 years ago. So. Yeah. And then what was, and then of course the one he should have gotten Oscar for, but they, they gave it to uh, Al Pacino who d- deserves to have one, but uh, Malcolm X, he should have got one mm-hmm. for Malcolm X. So just to say you don't care about Denzel Washington is atrocious. And him and Naomi. Tom Hanks in Philadelphia together. Ooh. Yeah. Book of Eli. Oh my God. You know, that's one of my faves. Yep. Oh yeah. Book of Eli. That's a good one. I didn't know he has two Oscar wins. It's you actually more to, than what I thought. You might have to ask her which movies she's seen. Maybe she hasn't seen the good ones. Mm-hmm. Well, she probably hasn't seen Glory either then. What? Glory. Oh. I'm that was probably one of my. Glory. That's probably one of my. F- the Martin Free Martin. Morgan Freeman. Morgan. I said Martin Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Thank you. Yeah, Matthew um, Broderick. It's probably one of my first Denzel Washington movies I ever saw. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. It was his first Oscar win as a supporting actor. Yeah, let's look into that. You're right. Uh, he actually was nominated before that, but he his first win was Glory. Yeah. His second. He has win, one as a lead actor and one yeah. as a support. Yep, and that was Training Day. Mm-hmm. So that movie's amazing. So also, I said I haven't seen Fences in like 15 years. I guess I'm stupid, and I was thinking of a different movie. Because it just came out just a, just few, a few years ago. ago yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, oh, I remember that movie. I've never seen it then. Yeah. I must have been thinking of a different movie. I said, I'm retarded. Let's move on. So the this plot the movie follows a small town county sheriff or deputy mm-hmm. who then goes to the big city, you know, just like he returns to the big he city. He returns to the big city of LA for a like normal everyday thing. Yeah, like he was, he was going to pick up evidence. Um, some evidence. And in pick up the evidence, he runs into former co-workers of his. And that's when you start to learn that he used to be a detective in at, L.A. Yeah, at, their, at the precinct that he went to. But apparently there's some kind of shady past to where he was pushed out of the precinct and everybody hates him, right? Most, most of them. Right. Some people hate him from mm-hmm. there. He has a very bad rep- – he has a good reputation for being like one of the best homicide detectives. But he's disliked throughout his peers, and and you really don't know why. Exactly, it's a it's beginning. a it's a mystery kind of thing. And at that point, I knew, all right, we're gonna have flashbacks, we're gonna have piece together moments mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And at the same time, you're seeing the new up and coming homicide detective, played by Rami Malek, mm-hmm. who has heard the legends of Denzel's character Deke, mm-hmm. and says, "I want to shadow that guy." And his name, um, Malek's character's name is jimmy yes so jimmy and deacon or deke mm-hmm. and jimmy wants to learn from deke but nobody wants deke there especially the boss so deke takes vacation time to help malik solve a string of murders so yep yes well that um while he was there mm-hmm. because his he then um deke's character was there to get the um evidence like we said but there was like a hold i mean a re he had a, he was delayed one right. night to where he couldn't just grab the evidence and go mm-hmm. so over that night a case that was similar to something that he had dealt with dealt with in the past um had had arisen mm-hmm. and he went out onto the field with jimmy dig dig went with jimmy to the crime, to the crime scene, to the crime scene where the there was a new murder. Yep. 
and then that was the first flashback that we got. Yep. Um, and Denzel's character was invested again. Yes, he's he's invested in. You can obviously tell by the way he carried himself. He was a very experienced detective, and it's not even like he even wanted to be there. He didn't care to be there. He's just more like, all right, I'll tag along for a minute, kind of thing. But then while he was in there, he was like, well, take a look at this or whatever. You're missing this little detail. Mm -hmm. And so he started picking up on things that other people weren't picking up on. And Malik's character, Jimmy, caught on. Was observing, yes, the whole time. He was like, that guy knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. So he wants to bring him on board for the investigation. Oh, oh yes. And at, at the beginning, something we skipped over. Their very first introduction to each other mm-hmm. was um, Jimmy's character was having Deke's truck towed away. Yes. And he didn't know who Deke was. Right, because he parked behind him. Yes, because he, he, he was blocking him. And they had like a little exchange. Right, like a little like, yeah. don't tow my truck kind of thing. And- yeah, but then when Deke was walking, there was a little interaction with Deke and some of the some of his former co-workers, Jimmy was like, who is that guy? And they're like, that's Deke. And at that moment, you realize that Deke was some, used to be this big shot. Right, detective. and so his name, his name circulated around, and Jimmy had heard that name before, mm-hmm. and that's when he's like, oh, that's the guy. And Jimmy had replaced Deke, actually. Right. So. Yeah. That was one of the things mentioned by the captain, was the best thing out of Deke was you, yeah. was Jimmy. And so the point of the movie is Deke and Jimmy solving a murder, a string of murders, a lot of missing women and stuff like that. And then... They were all prostitutes, I believe, right? Mostly. Not not all, because it's a runner, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then one was just a college student. It started Mm -hmm. out prostitutes, Mm -hmm. and then it worked its way up to normal people. Yeah. Um, So a string of murders by a serial killer, and at the same time, you're learning the past of Deke and why he is a small county sheriff or mm-hmm. deputy miles away or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, here's one thing I caught on to, and I said it out loud when me and Naomi were watching this movie. If you were to watch a cop movie like this, who would be the murder, murderer out of those two? You would think it had to be one of the main characters, right? Yeah. Always. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. No. So, spoiler alert, you would think it's the two cops who are the murderers and the bad guys. Or, like, one guy's... It's a seven situation. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. That's... You know what's funny? I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was like, man, this... They're trying to redo seven. <laughs> That's what was going through my head the entire time. And then, as soon as you see Jared Leto's character, and, like, just barely passing, I was like, yeah. oh, it's Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Leto's gonna be the bad guy. You can't hire Leto and him not yeah. be the bad guy. He but, did it. Yeah, and he was a good... Good performance. Yes. A refrigerator, like, maintenance guy who, he walked weird, he wore his uniform everywhere. Yeah, an appliance repairman. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, appliance repairman. And he's just a weirdo. He's just a weirdo, and our computer did it again. Oh, nope, our computer's good to go now. Oh, I thought we were having technical difficulties again. It's good. So, um, yeah, he's just a weirdo. He walks around weird. He wears his uniform everywhere he goes. Yeah. But what's one thing that you that you learn about him later? He just likes crime. Yeah. He actually gets like sexually aroused to crime. Yeah. He doesn't commit it. He doesn't do anything well, like that. We think. We think. Yeah. There's no evidence to prove that he does. Yeah. And he's just a weird guy. 
he just he wants to be involved in investigations he puts himself there purposefully and he has a a cb radio he listens to dispatch and stuff like that and so he gets all the details well versed on tactics that they use for interrogation yeah he has books of crime stuff all throughout yeah. his house but there's nothing to suggest this guy does anything other than eat pizza and just be weird well but but he fits all of the the fits, squares he fit for, all the boxes yeah for the uh perpetrator he i did. mean he had multiple vehicles mm-hmm. vehicles with big trunks but none of the vehicles ma- matched yeah. you saw the vehicle in the very beginning right mm-hmm. the very beginning of the movie it opens up with a chicken chased by the serial killer and she gets away um and you see the car the guy is chasing her in you see the license plate you see the color you see all that stuff and then later when they say well yeah this guy jared letter's character sharma shawarma shawarma something like that they're like oh he uh we just found a car that he didn't report stolen that belongs to him that's been missing or whatever i'm like oh shit it's that blue car you know that blue um monte carlo looking car Mm -hmm. and it wasn't it was a white truck or something like that it didn't match well at all but here's the thing um the thing that could make you think that he was the serial killer mm-hmm. when that same victim that you just mentioned the yep. survivor from the very beginning when she went to get interviewed at the station yep. and jared leto's character shawarma he mm-hmm. came in she sort of had a reaction to him but i think they hit on that later she had a reaction to him because why he was in handcuffs and it's one of those like mental biases mm, that when you see been. a guy in yeah. handcuffs, you think he's the guy. Yeah. Cause then later when they're showing her pictures of like other suspects and like a lineup kind of thing, you know, the classic thing. Yeah. They but make, when they went on, but, but it sort of stopped with it. When, when she it said, when I'd have showed to see him, this one again. And she only said that because she saw him earlier in the hallway with his true, handcuffs on. True. True. Cause then they went, cause then she said, I didn't see this guy again. They said, why? Well, I mean, I saw him in the station. He's here. And that's when they let her leave because they knew she was tainted because she had a bias because she already knew that he was locked up. Yeah, so yeah. he has to be the guy. You can't see a guy get locked up and then see him in a lineup later that you're looking for and go, oh, that's not my guy. You're going to draw those connections automatically. Well, but th- it, throughout this movie, though. Yeah. Like, you know, they're they're investigating. They get they identify Schwarmer as a potential suspect. Mm-hmm. Um, they start following him. Yep, and he was hip to them. Yep, and he was playing them. He was doing weird stuff. He was just being a weirdo to get picked up, to get arrested. Yeah, he was cracking jokes when they were interrogating him in the in yeah the room. And you find out from his past later, he did that on purpose because he likes it. He likes the attention. Like, there was a murder, like, five years ago, or eight years ago, or some crap like that. he that. admitted to. That he just walked in and went, I did it. And they found out he couldn't have done it, because he was, you know. 20 miles away. He's just in the wrong place, yeah. completely. And that he, he's just one of those guys who goes in to confess to murders, because he wants to be a part of it all. Yeah. He's just a weirdo. But. Just a weird but guy. But you don't know if he, I mean, that's the one thing about this movie. They lead mm-hmm. you, and this is spoiler. They lead you on thinking that he's the he guy. He could have been the guy, but you really don't know if he is or not. I uh, mean, you really, truly don't know. You really, truly don't know. So we'll talk about the ending here in a little bit. But there's one part of the movie is what I called out 
earlier was Denzel was having a flashback when he saw the three girls in the yellow car right next to him. Yeah. The moment those girls drove away, he's like staring at these like three teenage girls in a car. I said, that's a flashback. Naomi was like, how do you know that? And I was like, because they don't just show something weird like that and it's not a flashback. And then later you see that it was a flashback to that mur- murder Denzel was referencing that uh, mm-hmm. was similar to the one that he was helping Remy Malik on. And you, where you see two prostitutes' dead bodies with white bags over their heads. And you want to talk about how you found out he was disgraced from the unit? Okay, so Denzel's character, through one of the flashbacks, yep, you see that he was hunting him and his partner um sal who's still on the force mm-hmm. uh another detective they were searching at a at a site or at a crime scene the crime scene of those two prostitutes yes. with the white bags in their head yes they had the at that same that crime scene and he was uh he had his gun out um looking for the off- offender the mm-hmm. possible suspect and all of a sudden out jumps you know, you just know somebody's rushing out of the out of the trees or bushes yep. or whatever, and Denzel well, reacted and he shot one of the, uh, one of the potential victims who probably got away. Right. Um. So what happened was one of the prostitutes she jumps out the trees. Yes. But the same time that she jumps out the trees, like Denzel's waiting for her because he sees someone coming through the trees. Uh huh. And she yep. was just she had saw Denzel and them because they were cops. She mm-hmm. was, they were saving her. Yes. So she jumps out, but at the same time she jumps out, Sal and the captain pop the corner and say, Deke. And when they say Deke is when he shot her. Yes. And so he shot not looking because uh-huh. he got startled and he shot it right in the chest. Yes. Yes. And so like in one of the uh, uh, earlier flashbacks, you see this like same girl uh-huh. at the end of the bed. <laughs> yeah. He has this, this weird PTSD and obsession with yeah. these three prostitutes because he felt he failed them mm-hmm. by not finding the murderer mm-hmm. and, well, so, and by killing one of them yeah he said he he wanted to be their angel right you know but uh or no they were his angels mm-hmm. or something along those lines that was like one of his quotes and the captain who witnessed him kill this victim didn't want him to be dragged through the mud over an accidental discharge of his gun mm-hmm. him and the coroner who's one of his friends flo or something yes that's they, her name yeah they all agree she was stabbed to death. Yes. The coroner, that was the final cause of death was a stabbing. Yes. And Flo, earlier from this scene, there was a scene where, where Deke and Flo um, had like a little um, breakfast or mm-hmm. whatnot. And Flo said, I carry this around as a reminder to what we did. Yeah. And you didn't, at that time, you don't know what they did. Yeah. And it was actually the bullet. Right. The um, splintered bullet uh, that she wore on her keychain. Yeah. Um, Signifying so. that her and Deke covered up a murder. Yeah, it, it was her reminder to what they did. Yep. So, uh, and that's that's why he was pushed out of the force. That'd be probably one of those things like, all right, we covered your ass. You need to leave, though. Because the longer you stay here, the higher the risk is that this all gets uncovered. Well, and another reason was I guess through all of this he got divorced. Yep. Um his wife divorced him. 
and he had a triple bypass heart he had a heart attack and had a triple bypass because he over obsessed over over all of this yes yes so they pushed him out Mm -hmm. and i don't understand the animosity towards him so like the captain and the coroner the only two people that know and maybe sal are the only people that know he killed this girl by accident but for some reason sal likes him Mm -hmm. Flo likes him but the captain's a dick and doesn't want him anywhere near yeah i don't i never understood well, that i was thinking it was maybe because they felt like he abandoned them yeah. he was a good dude and then he just left you mm-hmm. know but then again he had his heart attack he obsessed yeah. and i don't know it kind of seemed weird the interaction mm-hmm. between the captain and deke for some reason the captain hated deke mm-hmm. uh one other thing i want to talk about was his obsession with uh solving this murder mm-hmm. there's a parallel that Remy Malik's character yes. is getting obsessed over these murders and during this movie there's a course of events where there's a jogger who then gets kidnapped by the serial killer and only that you know that she had on her was a red barrette and Jimmy's character is just like I need to find this red barrette I need to find this body I need to find this girl mm-hmm. every time they would find a new body he would check to see if they had the red barrette right you know? so Swarma, being a big old weirdo as he is, tricked Jimmy into getting into the car like, <laughs> like, hey man, I'll show you where the body is. I killed her. And uh, Swarma takes him out to like this big open field out in the countryside or whatever and makes him start digging for bodies. And essentially he tells him like, oh wait, it's not that spot. Dig over there. He's like, just bring around the rosy in this field. And about five dig holes go on and Swarma's just talking shit and talking shit and talking shit. Malik just turns around and beats him with a shovel. Like, one good smack. And accidentally killed him. So, Deke shows up. Mm -hmm. And he's like, alright, hide the body in one of these holes, right? I'll take care of the rest. So, Deke leaves, cleans out his apartment, and he finds this, or he found this earlier in the movie when he was in his apartment for a warrant stuff, or not really, but regardless, he found, like, a trophy box Swarmer kept. When he found the trophy box, he went, alright, Swarmer's our guy but they couldn't nail him yet kind of thing. Um, but he empties everything out inside his apartment. And he comes back to Jimmy like eight hours later, and Jimmy has dug up most of the field. <laughs> so Jimmy was so upset. Jimmy was so obsessed that he couldn't recognize that Swarmer was just playing him. Like Deke told him, like, hey, he's not the murderer. He's playing us, and, but Jimmy couldn't see it. And so, well, I don't think Deke. Didn't think he, I thought, Deke didn't know if he was the murderer or not, mm-hmm. it just, but he just knew that he was playing. Yeah, and so Jimmy just couldn't believe it, and he just kept digging, because he's so obsessed, 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 obsessed. He spent the last eight hours digging up the field, looking for a body, mm-hmm. to which he found none. Deke shows up, buries the body, gets rid of the car, and he's like, listen, you can't talk about him. You can't talk about this. You have to move on because the mm-hmm. moment you bring up anything, they're going to find out you, you know, it, it, what was his quote? All movie? It's the little things. It's the little things that get you caught. He said, mm-hmm. once hence you get the like, title. hence the title, right. Once you get like one wrong little detail off, someone's going to be on to you about it. So he gave him that piece of advice. And then to clear his mind later in the movie, he sends... Jimmy knows Deke went through Swarmer's apartment and emptied it out. Well, he gives 
Jimmy a red beret, you know, saying like, so, "Oh, I have, I found this in Swarmer's apartment." Well, he it was mailed. He had it mailed, right? And then Jimmy's wife uh, said, "This or no, um, Sal brought it to the house for Deke, for Deke, and handed it to Sal or Jimmy. Jimmy's wife." Jimmy's wife hands him the envelope. He finally opens it. Mm. There's a note attached that says, "No angels." Yeah, no angels, because Deke had t- told him earlier that you can't be the, everybody's angel. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, that's going to be your, you know, downfall. Yeah. But, yeah. And inside that, with the note, was the red barrette. And which is the barrette the jogger was, had on her when she got kidnapped by the killer. Whoever uh-huh. this killer is. Yeah. Well, then you find out, through the end of the movie, Deke is burning all his former's crap. And Deke throws a case of barrettes. That, that, was, that he had purchased. That he had purchased from, like, the store. Mm-hmm. So Swarmer probably wasn't the killer, right? Or at least he he didn't have the barrette in his trophy yeah, box. He didn't have the proof or anything, right? And so Jimmy then realized, or Deke walks away with a clear conscience, knowing Jimmy thinks he did the right thing because then he got the killer. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he got the killer. The movie ends right away, and that's it. And what I felt from this movie was absolutely nothing. Well. Yeah, before before we get to that, uh-huh. and as throughout the movie, you was, you started seeing the parallels, like you said, between Jimmy and Deke, mm-hmm. and you could see that from the beginning, Jimmy and his wife and kids, they had this great relationship. Yep, he had a very beautiful wife. I don't know who the actress was. Oh, stand by. Um, and the kids, you know, he had a cute family, and um, everything was all nuclear. And mm-hmm. by the time the movie ended, towards the end, um, he was not talking or interacting with his wife. Mm-hmm. He wasn't interacting with his kids. Um, he was just staring into nothingness. Um, Isabel Adriza. Yeah. Go ahead. But uh, she, uh, um, you could tell, like, it was the parallel. Like, if, mm-hmm. if it would have kept going, he was going to be divorced, just like Deke was. Exactly. Um because it was it was pretty bad and deke also had two girls that they mentioned he never they never showed them but you could tell they didn't have a yeah deke had children that weren't part of his life anymore because he was and his wife they did show one scene to where deke went to his old house Mm -hmm. um, saw his his ex-wife um and you could tell that yeah that he was hurt because you could tell they had a good relationship still but they just weren't compatible anymore like he drove her away kind of thing yeah. It didn't look like she had any ill, you know, feelings. Well, she sort of made, like, her little snide comment to mm-hmm. him. Yeah, but women do about, that, man. About the yard. Oh, you never had time. Or, women are going to do that, though. Yeah. Women just make snide comments. Yeah. But regardless, Jimmy was on that path. And in that scene where he got the envelope, he was literally at the pool. His two daughters were in the pool. He was on the deck of the pool, just staring into nothingness. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to talk to him, everything, and he's just, like, ignoring them. Because he's thinking about the murder. Mm-hmm. The murder. Obsessing yeah. over the murder. Um, and that had happened a few times. There were mm-hmm. a few scenes where he was at the house obsessing and not interacting. You right. Know? Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. when he got the barrette, you could sort of see his face start to light up yeah so you 
it makes you feel like he was going to get out of his funk, you mm-hmm. know. But I felt nothing from this. It was a murder mystery movie that never solved the murder. Yeah. It was, I don't know. I I just felt like it was a very nothing movie that didn't really have much of a resolution. It was, it. it was just about little things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm... T- uh, I think the performances were good, especially from Jared Leto and Denzel Washington. Jared Leto was just super weird in this. Yeah, but he he stayed he in acted, character the entire he time. He acted his butt off though. Oh yeah, he did. He did good. Uh-huh. Denzel did pretty good. There are moments I didn't quite like him talking to dead bodies kind of thing. Oh, that one scene. Yes, he has this weird thing to where, like I said, he feels like their guardian angel for the victims, mm-hmm. and so he talks to the dead bodies. It was just weird mm-hmm. interactions. I did not like Rami Malek in this. I yeah. thought he was out of his league picking yeah. up this role. He made a really stupid face the entire time. I, I felt like he was wooden. He looked like Pinocchio. Yeah. I just, yeah, seriously. I thought he was like a wooden, like no, it was just blah. But he had no body language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he yeah. had no body language and he had a weird, like, the way he moved his face whenever he talked mm-hmm. was super odd. I, I don't know, but I thought, yeah, Denzel and Jared Leto were good. Yeah, I appreciate their. Now the one thing that that uh, the me and your mom were talking about yep. was Denzel. This is the first movie to where I felt like Denzel's aged. He looks bad. I wouldn't he, say he looks bad. But uh, he's, he's he had aged. bloodshot eyes, crows under his. Yeah, uh, I mean, bags under his eyes. Yeah, he he. I feel like he's aged from the equal. Was Equalizer's last oh, yeah. movie? Equalizer yeah, two. two. Yep. Um, from there to now, it was a lot different. It's probably more intentional though, because he's supposed to look like a washed up cop. True. Kind of thing. You know, he has a little bit of he's a little overweight in the gut. Yeah. And it didn't even look real overweight. It only they put like a pillow mm-hmm. in the stomach. I think that was all intentional. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I one thing but I did like. But his face looked old though. You know. It did, but the makeup. You do makeup for that kind of stuff. Yeah. One thing. I thought was pretty neat about this movie. What? When did you think the time era was? It was 1990. Yeah. Did they ever show that? Yeah, at the very beginning, first scene. It said okay. 1990. Then take it back. I missed that completely. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be a movie to where they never tell us what time period it was, mm-hmm. but you just know based off of everything around mm-hmm. payphones, pagers, the type of cars, the cars, yeah, the you know type of places that were open. Yeah. It, it said 1990. Then take it back. I don't yeah. like I don't like that part anymore now. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's in the '90s. I have nothing against that. Yeah. But I thought it was a movie that wasn't gonna like jam it down my throat. That this is the '90s. We do '90s things yeah. in this movie. Well, all the music was from the '90s or right. '80s, '80s, '90s music. Then I missed it. I must have looked yeah. away at one second. Was mm-hmm. it when the girl was driving yeah, down the highway? That's when it happened. Well, then I missed it. <laughs> I don't know how I missed it, but apparently I looked away yeah. and I I just missed it. Okay. Well then. I'm going to delete that from my notes because that was something I thought was pretty neat about the movie. Take it back. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about this movie? No, I think. No, I, I don't. I'm, I would. Uh, it's a watchable movie. Mm-hmm. It's just for the performance's sake. Um, the ending was a little disappointing, but. Yeah, it, it, just was didn't, a, it didn't feel fulfilling. Yeah, yeah. But I overall, it, I think I thought it was a good movie, though. I, I'm giving it a six. I think it's worth the six watch. Six is about what I would give it. I think it's worth the watch. It's not a bad movie. Uh, 
Denzel's good. Leto's really good. Yes. Remy Malik, you know, I've seen him do better performances. I hope the best from him in No Time to Die. Because he's a villain. The next yeah. Bond movie. And I yeah. hope he does a good job. Well, I think that's more of his realm, mm-hmm. you know. And he's good in things. Uh-huh. I like them in the Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. Night at the Museum. Mm-hmm. I I know there's something else I can't think of it right now, and I feel yeah. terrible. But this is, I think, uh, a a very good performance by him. Or I mean, he was wooden in this, right? But I could see him in the other movies mm-hmm. as a better character. Yeah, um, Mister Robot. That's one. That's a TV show. He was yeah. in. I like him in that. Yeah, and he, because he looks like the Mister Robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's a good actor. I just, I wish there was more. Yeah. I wish there was more from him in this movie. Yeah. But the ending is what what really detracts from got the movie. Me. Yeah. So. Because right. basically the whole movie was like parallels. You yeah. Know? And I like those kind of movies. Those story-based parallels like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? Not yet, but I've heard That's it. That's a good it. parallel story. You haven't seen that one yet? Nope. I liked it a lot. I had meant to see it, you know. You should give it a shot. I liked it a lot. It's pretty good. But I'm good to move on from this movie and move on to the end of the episode. Okay. Um, we've been watching WandaVision. You watched the newest episode today? Yes, I just... You said it I'm was good? Is episode five now? Yeah. It's... Uh, of nine, uh, um, I yeah, think? It, it's... So. Episode five is by far the best episode. Well, I'm, I was in the middle of watching it when you walked in, so I'm going <laughs> to go back out there and finish it. So hopefully it stays good. So... Outside of that, I haven't really watched a whole lot. I took a trip to Arkansas today. Oh, yeah, you told me. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah red oak isn't very common in Kansas, and it's super expensive here. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I bought $500 of red oak. If I would have bought that here, it would have cost me $3,600. So How much did you end up paying? 500 Oh, wow. Oh, holy discount, Batman. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we, we got yeah. $500 worth of Red Oak, and we mm-hmm. would have probably paid like $3,600 for it. Because Red Oak there grows everywhere. Like we, yeah. we drove by oak trees everywhere. And the guy gave us way too much. He didn't understand the value he had and what yeah. he had. So he was even telling us while we were loading up the truck. He's like, yeah, some other guy hit me up, like a guy who runs a sawmill, and he told me my prices were too low. Mm-hmm. Like okay, well. So did did you offer to pay him more then? (laughs) (laughs) Why the hell would I do that? I'm just saying. I mean, don't complain if it's a good deal. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, his wife looked like she carried around notebook and she kept notes of everything, you know. And uh, he just kept loading up the truck and loading up the truck. And we were only only supposed to get five hundred dollars, five hundred board feet. Pretty much, we think we got like six hundred. And I'm pretty sure his wife was keeping track, and I'm pretty sure they got into a fight after we left. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm thinking they need to survey other businesses. The area. Around. Yeah, to find out, like, what the real price is <laughs> right. on the market. We're glad to be one of his first customers, I guess, yeah. and get some really nice lumber out of it. Yeah. So I'm going to trim up this entire house. So besides WandaVision, what have you been Just watching? Just Age of Ultron. Nothing. We've watched Age of Ultron, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. I haven't I, really watched a whole lot. I've watched, uh, thanks to you, I watched the Watch. I've been, I started watching the Watchmen series yeah. on, on the HBO. Oh, yeah, you have been watching HBO. For some reason, were you watching it on my account, the little things yesterday? No, 
it was because on, on my I know we you made your own little profile on HBO Max, right? Yeah. Because they're too cheap to buy your own. But on my profile, someone had watched the little things, and I had to hit restart. That would have probably been your mom, maybe. Okay. I don't know. No, because she watched it with me. Cause I and my subtitles were turned off. Then I could have done it by accident. Yeah. Because, you know, I hate the subtitles. Were subtitles on when you started the movie? Hey, and you bringing <laughs> that up. What about all the years that you did my uh, my my Netflix Me and account? you share the Netflix account. Yeah. I and you, you remember what account. you did? You had, like, subtitles on every time I tried to watch it. So, finally, yeah. I, I was like. You had to make your I own profile. Made up my own profile that said, Dad, no CC zone. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, you're too cheap to buy HBO Max, but yet you're part of the 1% of this country. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> we had this funny conversation yesterday about how 99% of people receive a stimulus check, but you didn't. Yeah, Almost like you're part of the 1%. I'm not, trust me. I'm not a billionaire. By definition, so. are you not part of the 1%? No. I don't think so. But you were part of the 1% of people who didn't get the checks. Yeah. Man, what? Stop getting personal. Are you a one percenter? No. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. What have you been watching? Just uh, Watchmen. Uh, I actually started that. Uh, have you watched that Harley Quinn? I, I've, I've watched like a couple bits and pieces of it. It's pretty funny. It's funny, but it's supposed to, it's supposed to look like a cartoon. But for adults, yeah, it is. But it's way too like it's vulgar as heck. Yeah, it's way too weird for yeah. me. Like, it's way too adult, mm-hmm. and there's way too much like sexual innuendos and mm-hmm. you know like little gags. There's so many. I'm just like F-bombs I don't. Bombs. Right, I don't want to watch this. It just seems so weird to me. You know. Yeah, but what's crazy is they got like, aren't they? They're like the same voice actors from the. From the original. From the series yeah. and stuff. That's what makes it even crazier. So, it has this weird vibe. I'm not like I don't like it. It's just, it's not, it's I'm not enjoying my cup of, it. It's not my cup of tea so far. Yeah, I, I enjoy it because it's just different. Mm-hmm. You know? I should probably give it more of a shot. I didn't watch Birds of Prey, though. That, the new Harley Quinn movie. Oh, I did. I haven't seen it yet. And, and it's sort of, it's funny. It's Is it worth it? It's in the, uh, I would say it's in the realm of like how Deadpool is. Yeah. It's like that with uh, her own little spin on things. Right. Know? Maybe I'll give it more of a shot. I just never. Mm-hmm. I had, like it. I never had interest in it. And it came out around the time COVID started. And so I just. Yeah. And uh, you know, my girl plays Harley Quinn. So, mm, yeah, it's good. I can't comment. Naomi's <laughs> been listening to the show. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everyone, for watching or listening. Not watching this week's episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast. We hope you enjoy. We hope you tell all your friends and family. For those that don't know. This month, uh, sometime this month, I can't remember the exact date, will be our one-year an- anniversary of the podcast starting up. And as a special gift to all the listeners, it is in, uh, it's actually already been finalized, but James is going to come back for one episode, and we're going to do a sincere take on The Lord of the Rings. Oh. And I'm going to rewatch all those movies. I can't wait to, to listen. Yep, I spent a lot of time shitting on those movies, and at great damage to me and James' friendship. For those who don't know, James is the original co-host of the podcast, and he's going to come back for one episode, so we can talk about the Lord of the Rings. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, more details to come. 
in coming weeks. Make sure you watch it. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at RecCriticsPod or email us, email us blah, at RecreationalCritics at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone, and have a good one. Take care.